0: Good evening. I'm Albie Ochsenrider. Welcome to The Final Word, the show that invites you into the conversation. And this is the place to get your opinion on TV every Sunday night. And without further ado, let's get started. It's tonight's three panelists. Please welcome the afternoon host at 1059 The X, Mark Madden.
1: Albie, I have to address something very serious for a moment. Pittsburgh, have you seen this man? There were supposed to be three Watt brothers showed up in Heinz Field today. And I don't know if JJ Watt never got there, oh, no. or if he just plum disappeared, because he's in witness protection, baby. He invisible. From our partner,
0: DKPittsburghSports.com, Dan Kabachevich.
2: Ask Chukes for where he went, Madden. Uh, you know, the Pirates ended their season today. Major League Baseball's entering the playoffs, and there was one big victory. Maybe only one, but one big victory that came out of all that. And from ninety-three-seven, the fan, welcome back, Doran Dickerson. Three and zero,
3: baby. The Steelers are three and zero headed into Nashville next week. Big win today. Good teams respond, and that's how they did in the second half of today's game. Three and zero for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: All right, Mark Dayan and Doran, welcome back. Some of the topics we're talking about tonight. We're looking for five words. The best thing you saw in the Steelers game today. What do you like and don't like about the Steelers defense? The handling of the Patrick Hornquist trade and the Pirates season is over. We're looking for a good takeaway. But first, the night's big topic. Showing the ability to make adjustments in the second half. How much does the Steelers' success from that make you a believer? And uh, maybe do you believe they're a true contender in the AFC? Mark, start us off.
1: Well, Albie, I do like that they adjusted and played a much better second half than they did the first, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I like that they achieved almost perfect balance on offense between the run and pass. I thought Connor did a tremendous job. I thought the O-line did a tremendous job. I thought Ben was nearly immaculate, both with his decision-making and with his arm. But the teams they played to date are a combined 0-9. I know Houston's better than 0 and 19 but the reality is they're 0 and 3. Denver 0 and 3. The Giants 0 and 3. The Steelers still have a lot to prove but 3 and 0 is 3 and 0 after 3 games you can't possibly be better.
2: Dan, you know I liked a lot of what I saw of the Steelers uh, today, in particular, uh, the way you know Mark mentioned already, the adjustments that they made on defense. I liked a lot of what they did offensively. It's the first time I've seen them really look like they had any semblance of rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Where you, you saw Ben just getting comfortable, moving around the pocket, hitting his guys, spreading the ball around. Uh, are they contenders? I don't know. I mean, you got the Titans is 3-0 and next week. Uh, it's it's down there, and I understand that home field advantage doesn't mean what it used to, but it's still probably something to somebody. Uh, it, it's it's hard to say right now, but being 3-0 and in the NFL isn't easy. The Steelers haven't done it in 10 years. Doran?
3: Oh, they 100% are contenders. You know, how they responded today in the second half on defense was very impressive. I mean, five sacks on the day. T.J. Watt was on fire. They actually faced a good quarterback today in Deshaun Watson, the first quarterback of the year that is in that elite level. I thought they did everything necessary to prove that they're contenders. Ben is in a different category. Yes, he is older. He's not a Deshaun Watson. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Lamar Jackson. But he has won, and he still can win. He's that old savvy vet that will prove week in and week out that he can win and prove that he has the the, the tools around him to do so. So I believe that
0: they're big-time contenders. A reminder, keep the comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. And now it's time for five words. Give us five words on the best thing you saw in the Steelers game today. To social media first, dominated to end the game, we could run the ball. And finally, Steelers have their swag back. Now, Mark Day and Doran, five words, the best thing you saw today, Mark.
1: Uh, the offensive lines run blocking. Uh, Connor and, and McFarland, not so much Benny Snell, had a good game carrying the ball, but the O-line made it all possible. And it's been a long time since we saw that. Whether that's DeCastro coming back and providing a lot of talent and the glue, I don't know. But boy, you saw DeCastro pull this way. Fowler pulled that way. Mm-hmm. Even Pomsey pulled at one point. It was just a master class taught by the Steelers' offensive line.
2: Day in five words. Uh, ben has weapons without Deontay. Let's not forget that the one loss the Steelers did uh, sustain in this one, well, Derek Watt also was hurt, but uh, Deontay Johnson going down with a concussion, we'll find out, I guess, more about his status on Tuesday. Even when he goes out, I mean, remember when it used to be that the Steelers' offense was you take this guy away or you take that guy away and they're toast? They didn't miss a beat. James Washington comes in and all of a sudden starts making plays. Chase Claypool's making plays. Juju is making plays. Uh, All of the running backs, well, we'll forget about Jalen Samuels' play, but all the rest of the running backs were involved. The tight ends were involved. Ben's got a lot of weapons. They, they still have Jalen
1: Samuels? They do, third and two baby at the 16. Doran, five words.
3: <laughs> TJ is the best Watt. Uh, you know, JJ has set the bar very high for his family, but a core for a really manhandled JJ Watt today. JJ Watt was incoherent, he was irrelevant in the game. TJ had a sack on the day and, and is proven to his older brothers that they need to start looking up to him. Uh, Pro Bowl player, he'll have a long future in the NFL become one of the best rush ends in the NFL for years to come. TJ is the best Watt and it is awesome to see him emerge as a Pittsburgh Steeler.
0: All right, when we come back we saw struggles and success against the best quarterback the Steelers have played all season. What do you like and what you don't like about this defense? We shut them out in the second half. That will win a lot of games. Thanks for Chris from Twitter on that. Back with more of the award-winning, often imitated, but never duplicated. Final word, right after this. Final word. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider. Tonight with Mark Madden, Dan Kovacevic, and Doran Dickerson. Our next topic, we saw struggles and success against the best QB the Steelers have played all season. What do you like and what don't you like about the team defense? Doran, you're first on this one. I, I like a lot about the team defense and
3: I like how they respond and I keep saying that all uh, the whole show, but I like how they respond. I like how Devin Bush responded to some criticism about him not being able to cover the tight end. I saw a play in the red zone. He was all over the tight end for the Texans. Great coverage. He's a smaller linebacker, so it's going to be tough for him to cover guys down the middle. But everybody uh, on that defense, Mike Hilton, Stefan Tuitt had a sack today. They 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 have have came up big in big situations. That's what you want from your defense and push your offense offense. offense in great situations, and moving forward, I I really like what I saw from the Steelers' defense. There could be some things uh, to make up,
0: but I like what I saw. All right. Thanks, Doran. Back to Twitter. The secondary has been underwhelming, but with the front seven and the pass rush continues to be dominant. Dane, you're next.
2: Yeah, and Bill O'Brien came into this with a really smart game plan to basically divide those two things, divide and conquer approach. Uh, Mike Tomlin praised it. Uh, to us at Heinz Field today in his post game press conference said it took the Steelers including himself and Keith Butler a while to adjust to what they did was the old New England thing where they would basically just do a bunch of crossing patterns and have the Steelers DBs run into each other. The Steelers did adjust. They they stopped blitzing as much. They dropped more guys back uh, into helping and it worked out really well. You know, Mark mentioned it earlier in the show adjustments. They made adjustments. Is it okay to say in Pittsburgh that Mike Tomlin and his staff outcoached the other guys? Because that's actually kind of what happened today. I just kind of figured it was an accident. No, it wasn't an accident. I know. I know.
0: Go ahead, Mark. (laughs) Uh,
1: What to like about the defense is obvious. They make splash plays. They get sacks, they get quarterback hits, they get takeaways. But today in the first half, they allowed 21 points and looked flimsy when uh, they got driven down the field on that last minute drive that that put tech the Texans ahead at halftime. Uh, In the second half, they still made the splash plays, but they kept Houston off the board. That's more important than the splash plays. And I don't know if they eased off the pressure. Well, they did actually. They dropped more guys in the coverage and played more zone. But splash plays aren't everything. You got to keep the other team off the board. Now, as far as Deshaun Watson goes, he's slightly overrated and oh. horribly over, shut up, let, oh. let, let the star of the show talk, okay? okay?
2: star of the show.
1: Slightly overrated and horribly overpaid, but that's just what quarterbacks get these days. Ryan Tannehill's a better quarterback. He holds the offense together better.
2: He'll be a bigger challenge next week. Who's Deshaun Watson's wide receiver? <sighs> After six I mean, seasons. A game away. He's I'm 0-3. Go ahead, be... He's We're 0-3 and, and never, yes, never you know.
1: really won a big game, but yeah, he's the greatest.
0: After six seasons and two Stanley Cups, Patrick Hornquist is now gone traded to the Florida Panthers. Dan, what's your take on how the Pens handled this trade, and what do you think of the deal itself?
2: Well, the deal itself isn't incomplete because there's no way Jim Rutherford's done. This is one of those deals that obviously begets further deals. He's got five left-handed defensemen and two right-handed defensemen. Mike Sullivan doesn't want to play uh, left-handed guys on their right side. So you're going to see more coming out of this. He wanted, plain and simple, Jim Rutherford did, to get younger and faster. And when he was really careful in talking about Hornquist to not use the word faster, but we all know that that's part of it because Hornquist has slowed down over the last year or two. Uh, He was still able to do his thing when he was around the front of the net. uh, Not so much on the forecheck, and that's a big, big part of who the Penguins need to be.
0: All right, back to Twitter. Too early to tell, but hoping it works out. Doran, your take. Well, hockey players are not allowed to air out their
3: laundry. Uh, you know, I mean, I get that uh, uh, Patrick Hornquist was a locker room guy. He was a leader. He was a guy that guys looked up to, and you know, he kept the glue together in the team, but this was a pure executive decision. This was a decision and a business decision for the Pittsburgh Penguins to move on. Yeah, it hurts whenever you don't feel like you're wanted anymore, but this was a business decision. Like I said, the Penguins didn't fit Patrick Hornquist in their plans moving forward, and they made a decision to get rid of him and go younger just like Dave and said and get faster. It was a pure business decision. That's what happens in pro sports. Mark?
1: Well, Patrick Hornquist belly ached a little bit about being blindsided because they tried to trade him when he had a no trade clause. Well, okay, then just say no. That's what the no trade clause is for. You could have declined. Mm -hmm. So uh, Patrick Hornquist has no loss whatsoever, except in terms of old Lang Syne, in terms of looking back and the great things he contributed, to two Penguins Cup winners, but but those days are gone and he's not that good a player anymore. He's 33 his body's betraying him and he's not fast enough if this team wants to play fast. As far as the return goes, I don't know, I talked to somebody who played with Matheson that says he could be a top four defenseman in the league with better coaching and better guys to play with. Hopefully that's true, but on the surface it's a third line wing for a bottom pair defenseman and a fourth line wing. It really doesn't matter that
2: much. They All like right. Mathis and Albie. They like him a lot. All right. Let's go. On they to like the Jack Johnson a
0: lot, too. Mm. Pirates couldn't hold a lead today. How about that? And they lost their final game of the season. By the way, the Bucks finished 19-41 and 41, if you're keeping score at home. I'm not. Season over for the Pirates. They get the number one pick. Are there any good takeaways from the season, Mark?
1: Uh, no. There's not. I know Dayson's going to say, "We got to see what a magnificent player K Brian Hayes is," and he played good. We also good. got to see that Brian Reynolds had a lucky year last year, and isn't that good? So for every positive, there were 10 negatives. We found nothing out about this team we didn't already know, which is that Bob Nutting's running the long con on this city. He's stealing as much money as he can and taking it back to the bug tussle.
0: All right, back to Twitter. The best thing about this season is that I didn't see a single pitch of it. Back to you, Dan.
2: Uh, Brian Hayes just finished a month that was the fourth best month, opening month, of any season for any player in the history of modern Major League Baseball. That's pretty good. That's, you know, however it is that you want to knock. And he's only one man. And, 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 it's, and it's only one month. You're right, and Brian Reynolds did regress. Brian Reynolds, to me, was the biggest disappointment of the year for this team. So he's going to have to continue proving what he did. But it wasn't just him. Uh, Over the last dozen games, the Pirates actually had the lowest ERA in all of baseball among their starters. Some of those guys actually are a part of the future. JT Brubaker, Steven Brault. Uh, Some aren't. I've lost faith in some of them, especially Joe Musgrove and Trevor Williams. But there were definitely some guys that came along and made an impression. Not enough, not anywhere near, near enough. Ben Charrington has a lot of work in front of him.
3: Dora, uh, there's no positives about the Pirates this year. Yeah, they're going to get the number one pick, but how are we supposed to believe that they're going to surround the Pirates with the, with the players to move forward and to make this a winning franchise? If your lead guy that's up top making all the decisions doesn't care about spending money on your program and on your franchise, then you're going to be a careless franchise as a whole. So. I I see no positives. Yes, they might get the number one pick, but who are they going to put around him to make make this team a winning team? I don't think anybody. We've seen this train go around before, and I I think it's going to do it again.
0: All right, Doran, Dan, Mark, thank you. When we come back around the horn on any topic, the final word is next. Welcome back. It's time now for the final word. Everybody gets a
1: chance, and Mark goes first. I just want to salute my man of the match from today's Steeler game, right tackle Chooks for. He took J.J. Watt, <laughs> and he folded him. Oh, no. He spindled him, and he mutilated him. Good job, Chooks. That felt like it
2: needed a sound effect.
3: Doran, final word. 3-0 baby, like I said in the beginning of the show, but not the 3-0 and that I was talking about, not the Pittsburgh Steelers, but my Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Panthers. 3-0, still getting zero credit for being a top 25 team. I like the Pittsburgh Panthers moving forward, 3-0. Dan, final word.
2: You know, we were supposed to be all freaking out about sports being unable to proceed through the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, In particular, Major League Baseball was never supposed to have a chance because they had no bubble. They weren't being like the NHL and fleeing to another country. Well, no one did it better. The Major League Baseball regular season ended today. And through incredible cooperation and hard work, Of the people managing the stadiums, administrators, and of course the players themselves who had to police themselves in this regard. Other than the Marlins fiasco at the beginning and then one incident with the Cardinals, it was smooth sailing the rest of the way. Full credit to everybody involved and a personal thanks to everybody at PNC Park for making that place safe and workable through this summer. So, hockey and basketball didn't cancel any games because of COVID and baseball catched. C- canceled a bunch, but baseball did a better job? Baseball had a much harder task. You can't That's deny on that, it. Madden. A That's much harder task. Therefore, a better job. Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Our final word now from social media. Steelers get the job done again, going 3-0. and Not playing their best football right now, but I believe they could be a very scary team in the AFC once the offense picks it up and the defense really gets going great start let's keep it going on to tennessee i think tyler was paying attention to our producer dean because he went about 30 seconds there with that final word thank you for that <laughs> uh remember to be everywhere we are this week mike Tomlin news conference tuesday at 3:30 on pcnc double header on the wpxi now app wednesday night halftime adjustments at 7:30. and the cal u fantasy football insider at eight skylights friday night on Channel 11, and that's all off the top of my head. Mr. DeCello, get well soon. That's the award-winning final word for tonight. I'm Albie Rider for Mark, Dan, and Doran. Thanks for staying up late. See you next time.